You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. There's something, because she out here with the shine time. I burnt myself. We ready? Yo, welcome to... to deflect. We on, Dave? Yep. Welcome to the 36th episode of the High Vibe Guys. Um, coming in on our second anniversary show. Can you have two anniversary shows? I mean, well, I mean, the day is... Technically the 30th, so this is just... Hey, you know, bro, that's not what I asked. Anniversary, sh- <laughs> anniversary shows. This fool, Anywho. This, this, this. fool come in with the math and like... Uh, <laughs> like, hey, man. Well, 30 to 1. Uh, so second um, anniversary show. Um, Some people say, you know, I was saving the best for last. Ooh, Some people do that. So, uh-oh. You know gang, gang, you see gang. who in the building. Definitely a repeat fire <laughs> guest. Fire, fire, fire guest. Um, so you got me, Big Boos, over in the back. You got your boy Asa on the right, and then um, Kill Tally. And we kind of jumping into it because we got a, a real what? Do you want to let the listeners know what he's doing right now, so, or would you you want to you want to spare them? It was a y'all remember that commercial where that dog is like shaking his butt in the air, <laughs> <laughs> like waiting on that street. Like Kill's doing that with his shoulders. You know what I mean? Yeah, looking like that. I'm the most stylish fly of the three of us. So you know. Well, uh, seeing that we just had, we just had the the, sh- the commercial with Shaq and the cat. Yeah, when they were both yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Shaq got that weird face. And uh, seeing how uh, actual stylish person just left the building. Uh, please don't don't use and that word. Another one entered. Yeah, true. Bong true. bong. Well, and then we got probably. One of our most uh, commented on, um, highly respected individuals in our Love. personal lives, but uh, definitely one of the best shows we've ever had on here. Returning guest, Edric. Look, hey, you got my name right. Hey. You still got to think about it. Or oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell you. yeah. Well, shit. One day. One day. It'll roll up the tongue, but not today. Um. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, we got Edric in the building, returning guests, and uh, we actually kind of got a subject that we're going to jump into a little bit. Um, Edric and myself are working on a black... Should I, should I Dang, do- you should have let me or Asa talk, like kind of toss that one in. Well, go ahead, toss it. Well, um, I feel inadequate. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, Are those products? You? Man. In the I told you yeah. I was the most stylish person mm. of the show. Yeah. Mm. Whole Foods takes Continue. care of me pretty well. Um, booze. E. I'm not going. I'm not going to even try to pronounce your name because I said it. I said it right one time, and then I went to booze, and he was like, "Uh, think of Dietrich's furs, and then replace the D with E." What is Dietrich? And then I said. Dietrich first? You live Dietrich in Detroit. first? Yeah, you live in Detroit. Oh, you don't know the hell Dietrich first? You don't know who Dietrich That's what I'm saying. We could walk to it. Hey, man, that's before my time, bro. I'm also, pretty sure I'm also, not the only one, man. Also might be the smartest airhead ever. <laughs> like a blind woman He's or like something. like those first. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about that, that. talking about that giant building with the glass uh, casing with furs? No? Yes, you live around the corner from That I live around the corner from and I walk to multiple phone. times. Oh, my Ooh, God. Get him! on their phone. Got, he was on his phone. Booze was on his yes, phone. He no, he wasn't. Booze yeah. was not on his phone. He just cussed oh, us out about listen. being on our phone like about 45 minutes oh ago. Oh, my God. Thank you. He can't be on his phone. He's e. behind me. I'm pretty sure he's not e, on his thank phone. thank you so much. 
Oh my god! All right, I'm gonna stop. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's so petty. Petty bastards. He waited. Bring up some shit we just discussed five minutes ago. God damn it! I'm talking. I'm talking. He flamed our tops. E. I didn't flame. Hey, hey. Okay, I'm sick of this. All right. He did his like like daddy treatment. Okay, I send a kill. Huh? Jeez, all right, bro. God damn it! I hope if you listen to episode thirty-five. God. Please, please don't respond to that bullshit. Anyways, I was right on time. Hey man, right on super super fly e, my super fly bro booze, and uh uh you know we all representing him right now with these this hood, uh make the hood great again. Fly skellies we got on my 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 little bro Rafa, y'all got something super fly. And super impactful, especially for our community, brewing right now. Could y'all tell us, please, and our listeners, what y'all got going? Yeah. E. Uh, so it is called uh, Taste the Diaspora in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted to celebrate the foods of the African diaspora uh, for Black History Month. So we really wanted mm. to, to kick that off um, during Black History Month. And, you know, one thing is that I think when we just... We were just sitting around talking and realized that there's really no event celebrating the food of the diaspora in Detroit. Uh, and, and we just started thinking about it. It was kind of like, well, we could do it. <laughs> and it just it just kind of ran from there. Um, so, of course, it is about celebrating the food of the diaspora, which, you know, of course, is not just, you know, African food. Mm. It is Caribbean, uh, Southern soul food. It's Creole. And so we really wanted to provide an opportunity for those foods to shine during like at least, you know, starting off during like History Month. And so um, each week we will um, celebrate a different cuisine. And um, two chefs, two black chefs, local black chefs here in Detroit, uh, will make um, a dish that will be featured in a shoebox lunch. So definitely a nod to the shoebox lunches from the Jim Court era. Um, and so, yeah, so you'll be able to kind of taste the cuisines of the diaspora each week. For any of our listeners not familiar with the shoebox lunch, could you guys talk about that a little bit, dive into that? First, I want to know who came up with the name. You know, that is actually, none of us came up with that name. It's Taste the Diaspora? Yeah. It's okay. actually a friend of ours. Um, which, y'all, well, y'all don't meet. Uh, Arlando Bailey. Okay. We're, we're having, we're kind of talking it through, and he said it, and I was like, that's it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, that's a game changer right there. I swear. Yeah. A taste of, well, what? Mm-hmm. Who? Like, that, that's mm-hmm. an air catcher. Put you, put you yeah. right in the mental space. Yeah. We, Boom. So, definitely, we're hoping so. Um you know, the website will be up next week. So it will, um, you know, have interviews from the chefs, um, conversations between Malik, Raphael, Mr. Levi, who is an older black gentleman that has um, a food company called Mr. Well, he has a product called Mr. Levi's Mighty Fine Soul Sauce. Mm-hmm. Um, he's also an artist, a musician, um, and then also a participating chef, which is Chef Chris from Savannah Blue. So we'd be hearing from him having a conversation, a really strong conversation between four black men in the food space here in Detroit interviews from different chefs um, that'll be participating throughout the month um, as well as education on the website. Um, you know, of course you'll be able to purchase the shoe boxes. So it is limited. 
But we also wanted to do it to be able to, you know, just provide that additional revenue to some of these hurting black restaurants and caterers. Um, and that's why we wanted to not only include some restaurants, but also caterers and private chefs, because a lot of times like they don't uh, get some of the funding from like a PPP or things like that. Even some of the grants they won't qualify for. So knowing that they have been hurt, of course, all of us have been impacted by this pandemic, but black businesses in particular, um, 41 percent of all black businesses in this country have shuttered. Um, or I guess let me back that up. Of all the businesses that have shuttered, it's forty one percent of those have been black. Um, so yeah, and then also farmers are also losing income. Uh and so we wanted to make sure that um not only are we kind of celebrating and acknowledging and highlighting some of our black chefs and restaurants, but then they are utilizing produce grown from local black farmers. Uh so that dollar continues to circulate in our communities. And then also featuring um, local black, you know, food products in their in their dishes like Mrs. Pruitt's cha-cha salsa, Mr. Levi's Mighty Fine Soul Sauce, Uncorked Spices, things like that. So, so yeah, we just want to continue to kind of generate those dollars in our community. Um, and we were just really, really excited about this, about really giving them this opportunity. I was nervous at first. Now I'm excited. I I'm still a, nervous. But yeah, it's, it's a lot of nerves. No, this is fly. I mean, shit, should be sounding fly, but it's a lot of fucking work behind the, the, the closed doors, you know what I mean, behind the scenes type shit. So. I'm sure. But uh, and then just to expand on what he's talking about, I think, too, it's like for me, it's like we got to talk about the history piece with the food, too. And uh, we just we're talking about exposure with passion. <clears throat> and uh, one thing I wanted to do is try to expose as many people to the food as possible, mm-hmm. because not only is it um, the food we want to introduce you to, but the history behind the food, mm-hmm. which was the other piece of it, uh, because all of this food. Um, Rafa speaks to it a lot um, about nourishment, you know what I mean, and how that's like the quintessential part of like just your culture, your cornerstone, your cornerstone of your culture. Mm-hmm. And we've nourished this cult, uh, this culture, this country um, since we've been here. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, so we are quintessential and essential, uh, you know, just to tie that into today, um, nourishing the country. And we have been. And it's a long story that t- ties back to why we're here, how we got here. Mm-hmm. And that was the other piece for me, you know, it was just the, the history that goes along with the food that we're serving um, to give you that that piece of things as well. Um, I think it's easy um, to put stuff in your mouth and not think about where it's coming from or why you put it in your mouth. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important because most cultures and a lot of people understand um, a Polish person knows the, a story about the pierogies or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think we have been disserviced because we don't know about why you put jerk in your mouth or if you do eat it. You know what I mean? We don't mm-hmm. know the history behind it. And that history ha- is important um, and is as important as the nourishment you get from it because that story is a, it's your story. Mm-hmm. And um, we just want to be able to tell our story and we want to educate our people and as many people as possible on the importance and significance of the food that they put in their mouth that they might not necessarily think about when they eat. And I think it's super fly how y'all tying in the culinary side with the, the diaspora, but also our experience in this country where I was talking about the shoebox lunch Mm. thing. A lot of people don't know because when booze told me, I was like, what? He was like, yeah, you know, back in the day, we had to carry our lunches in shoeboxes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, ah, oh, that's crazy. But also the way that y'all tie it all in mm-hmm. is just such a fly concept. And I know, like, we talk about this all the time. Booze is a tourist. Like, you know, they're real. Stubborn. 
No, not even that. No, I know my brother, he's stubborn, no. but he like, <laughs> send them shots for me, E. It was like telepathy. Like, E, get, him, get him for me, E. But he, he, he's a earth sign. You know, they're like real concrete. So sometimes my brother, and we do this to each other all the time, sometimes my brother don't realize how fly he is or how live something he's doing is. He is pretty dope. He's ridiculous. He is, he is ridiculous. He's, re- he's ridiculous. Facts. And it's, it's, it's something that we all do. We were talking about this with each other, like yesterday, probably. We don't embrace how fly we are individually. And I just want you, I'm going off on a tangent a little bit. I just want you to for? get out, out, <laughs> there, good for, out that space of thinking that this ain't about to be crazy, bro. bro. Oh, oh, no. It's, it's, I, I, you know what? I think we both think it's going to be crazy. I think it was just like the mechanics of it were yeah. difficult to pull together. And I all a lot of moving parts. He, he yeah. ain't on like this, but he has definitely been um, the person who has kept it pushing. You know what I mean? And I, I'm grateful for it because her energy that she's put into it has made this possible. Um, same, and not to this, whatever me and Rafa are doing. Um, cause Rafa definitely has a, a huge role as well. But it's just, and I tell I tell these brothers all the time about like how you operate. It's just impressive. It's just it just blows my mind at times because you you are very much um, one of the most driven people I've met, and egoless while you going at it. You know what I mean? Like your ego is is non-existent. Um, but we, we catch lectures on. Bruh. How fly you are and how motivated you are, and what, we need to get to that level. Why can't you guys be more like E? Say, hey, man. Why can't, see, when <laughs> E, e does me it, with, she does it like this. It, that's every day. I'm like, bro, chill, bro. Hit me with you and Rafa, and come back and hit us with a Telegram message that's like 92. <laughs> hey, man, E, e made a uh, website in three minutes. <laughs> Her work God. ethic is flawless. Hey, bro. Sheesh. Well, that sounds like they got a lot of uh, energy to us. <laughs> hey, I'll take all the love. All the love. I don't yes, think that was on. love this time. <laughs> when, As always, love. When E was just discussing or um, explaining the taste of diaspora, I was um, drawing back to in my mind. I was taking to the anime Dragon Ball Z, right? And it's this move, I think. Like earlier on where Goku, the main character, he does something called a spirit bomb. Mm-hmm. And he sit there for like half the episode mm-hmm. charging up, looking mm-hmm. whatever, like, ah. Mm-hmm. And it's all these forces <laughs> from every direction mm-hmm. coming towards this sphere mm-hmm. of power that he's developing in his hands. <sighs> but every time she said something, I was like, God damn. Right. And this yeah. and that. <laughs> it was like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That was yeah. the analogy that I was um seeing in my yeah, mind. Why is it a tornado outside? Bro, and what made it even more profound is that that's a fucking cartoon, and y'all doing this in real life and real space and time. Wait, I mean, I was going to say a cuss word. Oh, you can well, no, we curse no, all the time. What y'all considered a cuss word. And oh, the, yeah. Yeah, that's why I was like, mm, can't yes. use that word. Um, yes. We, for, you know, for all of us, I know, it's just, and we talk about this often, um, we talk about intention and impact. And the thing is, we want this thing to be not only very intentional, right? And yeah. that's why we are, of course, like, you know, it's it's about the food. It's about the food waste. It's about involving certain people, making sure that every part of the food system is touched. Um, but it's about being impactful, too. 
And we just that that really is like that. That is what we keep going back to every time there needs a decision to be made or, or how we operate with this thing. It's all about intention and impact. Uh, I love that word, too. I love impact. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought you meant intention. Attention, uh, too. But impact is one of my favorite words because yeah. it's, it's it's how to me is how you define yourself. Like what type of impact do you leave? Mm-hmm. Um, how do you impact the people around you? Absolutely. It's a very, very crucial word and it's important, um, in some, in my life. But I'm, but I'm definitely happy that I feel like this project we're working on has impact yes. on multiple levels. Multiple levels. You know what I mean? And it's not just like. And it's intergenerational. <clears throat> I think that's the thing. That's the one thing for me that, like, I wanted to make sure we kind of like added into that intact, impact and intention mm-hmm. was that. So a lot of times we do things, even if it is intentional and impactful, it's very linear. Like it's the people that are like right here with us. But it's important that 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 is also very intergenerational. Mm-hmm. So involving someone like uh, Malik, Malik Yakini or Mr. Levi or even, you know, the pickup location is Oakland Avenue Farm. Mm-hmm. So not only it being on a black farm, but then involving Mama Jerry, who's such, you know, a pillar of this community. And then taking it back and like having conversations with the students at DFA, you know, because we're, you know, we're coming up on Black History Month and, and what does that mean and what does the diaspora mean to them and like food and all that's in tying it all together. It's important to be intentional and impactful at like intergeneration, intergenerationally. Yeah, whatever that word is. I obviously can't talk today. <laughs> um, so um, like that was really super important to to all of us as well. And then. You know, looking at, okay, you know, black restaurants have been affected. Black farmers have been been affected. So we're going to make sure that um, there's some intention and impact there. But also, you know, food security. You know, food insecurity is not only huge in Detroit, but it has, you know, we've made into, well, the pandemic has now caused it to be even worse. So then I go, okay, now how do we impact that? So of the meals, like 20% of those, we're going to give at no cost to some, you know, Detroit families that are food insecure so that they can participate too. Like this isn't, we don't want to make this where like, oh, you know, you, you can't participate if you can't afford this meal. Like it really needs to be about the entire, involving the entire community. And and that kind of goes back to the exposure piece. Like we were talking about in the previous episode too, where these people don't get the opportunity to get exposed to these types of meals and this type mm-hmm. of food. And these are the things that helps, these are the things that help a person grow. I was mm-hmm. talking to a sister recently about, <clears throat> she was trying to open a restaurant and I told her like, Somebody needs to open a vegan burger spot in Wyoming. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they don't get exposure to that. You know what I mean? Like we can't expect for for people to change and to grow and to for their minds to uh, evolve if somebody doesn't assist them with that process. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I told E a few times that I thought it was important that people who couldn't afford to get meals, for that reason in my mind, get a meal because mm-hmm. this is some shit. Not just because you're hungry, but because you don't have access to this type of food mm-hmm. or, or this type of information. Information, you know, absolutely. Which is like that's how you that's how you help develop your community. You know what I mean? And uh, and and it's by by being that bridge to to that that new thought process. Impact, impact, impact. Yeah, you embody that, bro. You you kill was. I'm a veggie back off of what he was saying. You know, not hyping you up or gas you up, but just being I'm realistic. I'm veggie back, by the way. Too. Bro. I got that from the dojo. Oh no. <laughs> That's from he, he, uh, oh, instructor uh, keeps say that all the time. Okay, cool, I'm a cool. veggie back on what instructor Aku said. Hey, say man. that all the time. The I was bent like piggyback, like the vegan version. Yeah, we don't mess with okay. the swizzy. Hey, hey man, this right. way. Hey, so what I was um thinking about is don't get me a uh, red claw. <laughs> oh no, he he be making it slack. You know, the pictures be going crazy, videos <laughs> going crazy. But um, 
I was thinking about when Passion was talking about teaching a child a different language or multiple languages, right? Mm -hmm. And how that would inspire people to do whatever and, you know, network and be more profound with whatever practice, you know, later on in life. But it made me think about what you guys were talking about made me thinking about think about that and drew it back to how, like, if somebody tastes whatever you guys are bringing to the table right now, mm. your food and your contribution via the Taste of Diaspora yeah. would inspire people to mess around and travel, mm. learn languages. Dang, you, I had this dish from so-and-so, from this country, from that. Like, that might mess around and change somebody's life mm. just from putting that spoon or that fork in their mouth, you know? But um, that's just something I foresee. And then just backtracking, looking into the past, when you guys are going back and forth, I'm just thinking like, God damn, the ancestors probably just jumping up and down right now. So proud of y'all, bro. Because some people, a lot of people do things like I'm going to be a construction worker. I'm going to be a basketball player. What you're doing right now is shifting the game like humanity wise. And like you said, it's so multi, multi-layered and intergenerational and all of this and all of that. Like, just on for, on behalf of the ancestors of those who are no longer here, man, y'all doing y'all thing right now. This is one of the most profound business ideas that I've heard of since I've been alive. So I got to take my hat off to you. And on top of that, y'all don't probably realize the impact you're going to have on someone's life. I remember when I was in middle school, uh, what got me really hooked on food. I was a little, a little fat kid, like follow my mom around. When meals were ready, like my I, dog, like a dog waiting to get a uh, bro a crumb, huh? <laughs> Man, one day we're gonna have, like we said, we're gonna have our moms up here, like an episode. We got all our moms in here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just, I'm just be quiet because she gonna embarrass me. Like, are you so fat? He used to follow me around <laughs> the kitchen, and as soon as meals was ready, he would, like, I'm the first one at the table. Like, yes, fork, knife, <laughs> ready. <laughs> like, how do you know the placement of spoons and knives at like seven, bro? Like, I, I was ready, bro. And, uh, this cat came into our culinary arts, well, home economics is what they used to call it, class. Are you that old, you? 41. Damn, bro. Shots. <laughs> so this guy came into our class. <laughs> it was like 12 years ago, I swear. It wasn't long ago. And uh, he was like a professional chef, and he like made this dish. And it was, I forget what it was, but it was something I had never had before, like ever. And it's something that my, wasn't in my mom's uh, wheelhouse. Like she wasn't busting it out. And it had such an impact on me. Stay with me. And I'm like 13 years old. Yeah. Stay with me, bro. Like, I don't know what I just ate, but it tastes so good. I've never had it before. Mm-hmm. And it just intrigued me from that point forward. Y'all, you guys are about to have. That impact on someone's life, you know what yeah. I'm saying? With intent. Well, these pretty sure he didn't are, come in there with that. Intent. Like these chefs are sending me um, their the dishes that they're making, and I'm just like, oh lord! Like yeah. this is about to be so. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Because, as I was, as I was looking oh. at the same way, I was looking at the dishes. And I was like, oh yeah, let me add some foie gras. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute! And some truffle. Hey, I was say you said it the booze ass. He about to. Turn that shit up. Oh, man. I mean, but the thing is, like, the meals are, are really respectably priced. You know, twelve mm-hmm. fifty per meal, two meals in a box, $25 for a box. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's a great price for the meal, so it's like we also kind of got to be realistic. Otherwise, I probably would have turned up a little bit more. Right. But um, I think the just the diversity in the food, like, I as I was looking at the dishes, I was like, shit, 
I would I would pay twenty five dollars for this, you know, myself just Absolutely. to try this food out because this really is really unique dishes. Like everything else aside, you know what I mean? As yeah. a foodie, I would be like, oh, this looks like some shit I want to try. You know yeah. what I mean? And so from and that's how the meals are coming too. Is two meals from two chefs in a box. Actually, one meal from a chef, one meal from a restaurant in each box. So every mm-hmm. week, you basically put in an order for a box. And you'll either um, you can choose you can do all four weeks. We we suggest you do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just by, go ahead and get a, a box because everything is going to be completely different. So we're going from Africa to the Caribbean to Creole to southern uh, Southern American Southern no. American just to Southern <laughs> yeah American uh, Southern American Southern yes and um, just completely across the range of, of culinary flavors and um, just the the backgrounds of the chefs are extremely different. Mm-hmm. So each week you're really getting a, a unique pairing of food in a box and again like people spend 1250 at mcdonald's you know what I mean? easy right. easy um you know if you're hungry i'd have been at taco bell late night fireball i was gonna say don't don't get me on white castle <laughs> at three in the morning boy eat it all i swear they eat it all right when you get a crave case you you a big boy <laughs> <laughs> but uh, 30 sliders mm, all right sweet uh, <laughs> make them doubles <laughs> Extra cheese <laughs> Bacon on them boys I ain't did that in a while I'm a judgmental friend I was about to go down this, this whole path Of freaking uh, White Castle It just ends in bubble guts so let's yeah, say, Exactly uh, That's the that yeah, hall That ends Very uh, good it But just to say that You get that type of selection For $12.50 and like you got an easy pickup location. Like I feel like it's a it's a easy way to be engaged. It's an easy and fun way to be engaged in Black yeah. History Month and get something from it. Yeah. And then really be benefiting a large ecosystem. Mm-hmm. It's so many of us. That's fine because it's you know like <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it all comes back around. <laughs> it makes me, look. This took a lot of pressure off me just now. So. <laughs> hey, it's Ali. Hey, hey, it's all good. I'm not, hey. I'm not mad at you, brother. You made made my life easier. There we go. Uh, Take the heat off me. Hey, man. I love it. But, yeah, I mean, and I guess, you know, because it's really not, like you said, business is really not a business. We spending money. Hopefully, we get some sponsorships soon. But, you know, this is really a a labor love right now. It is. That's 110% of labor love. Um, our time and our energy is just going towards trying to make this happen. And even as we're speaking right now, sometimes you need to kind of be around people and have that outside perspective. Amir can't see itself, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes you need to have that outside perspective to see what's going on inside or what's going on inside of your own operation. And as we talk, it's like, man, this is phenomenal. This is big, bro. This is, this is, this is awesome. And I appreciate y'all too for giving me that outside perspective. Um, because we've been talking about it a lot. You know, we, we pretty much text every day mm-hmm. and meet weekly. But just hearing, um, just from our peers, um, people who we respect and love and appreciate, yeah. um, how you guys are viewing it is that much, it's making it that much more important to me. Yeah. You know I mean, it really is. And I appreciate you guys for giving me that, that outside perspective. Yeah. That's what y'all are doing so, is big. Yeah. What y'all are doing is big. Generational. That's very like you said, intergenerational. Yeah. I got through it. See me get through that. Intergenerational. Intergenerationally. That's what it was. The, the lead that got me. I was like, I can say intergenerational. intergenerational. I had to slow that boy Generationally. That lead get there, Angela Lee. DJ Lee. Y'all got some names on y'all. Uh, Sweet Jones. Sweet Jones Jr. But yeah, that right there has such a major impact on this city, man. I, I think y'all about to go harder than y'all even realize. 
I think they already doing bigger. it, bro. I mean, yes, factual. But I think this is going to be bigger than what you guys are actually we, conceptualizing in your head. Cut. What you're seeing it oh, playing out yeah. to be because it's intergenerational. You can have a household with three generations and that turned into a, a lesson. Oh, absolutely. Where the grandma is absolutely. like, you know, I used to have to take lunch. Right. Well, we went, to- yeah, we cro- traveled down south. Yeah. So, you know, we couldn't stop anywhere. There were certain places that we couldn't stop. So instead of risking it, we just packed in a cooler, shoebox, paper bag. Yeah. And I think, uh, I guess one of my last comments on me was just like, as we're talking and as we kind of go through this process, we have to also, we're responsible for, I know Black History is a month, and I know we had that that conversation or that topic of like, you know, it should be every every day. It's not it just is. a month. But we're also responsible for um, expressing that history. Mm-hmm. You know, like, that's a, that's a responsibility that we got. And if we want to actually uh, educate and give the knowledge to the others, then we actually have to put effort in that realm. And it's, I'm, I'm glad that I, I jumped on board because of that. The more we speak, because it's easy to, to kind of walk, walk through life and be mostly worried about yourself. Mm-hmm. And this is a real selfless thing that I think we're trying to do because it's not about the money at all. It's, it's purely about the mission. Mm-hmm. Purely 110% only about trying to expose and, and, and put this, this knowledge out there and this food out there and those restaurateurs out there and those chefs out there and the farmers and, the, um, and the product developers. It's, it's, it's purely about, and the culture and the history, mm-hmm. it's purely about tying that all together in a, in a neat boat, <clears throat> a neat little package um, that's um, easily accessible to people. And, um, but I, I, I'm, for, I mean, just for so many reasons, I'm glad we're having this conversation because it's making me happy that we did this. It really Absolutely. is. Yeah. And, and I mean, I couldn't, that's why, you know, like, I, I couldn't do this without you. Like I, I needed you with you having not only the culinary background, but then the African-American history background. It was like you were you were kind of that like perfect intersection of both worlds, you know, gathering that history and then the culinary that I was like, man, this is this this this, this the team like we we can do this. We can definitely do this. So um, I'm I think, you know, somebody asked me for a word for 2021 and it was just vision mm-hmm. and. I just feel like like God gave it to me, and I was like, "All right, this this what we about to do. This this what it is. No, you know, like second guessing myself or being like, oh, who am I to do? I don't know.' And it it did start to feel like that, like, but it was just like because it was it was normal for me to kind of like do that and second guess. And I was like, Mm-mm, we not doing that. We not doing that this year. Like we're done with that, and we just gonna keep pushing and keep moving and and figure it out. So. I'm just, I'm really grateful. I'm grateful for this journey. I'm grateful for the vision. I'm grateful for the collaboration and just the partnership. Like, we are doing it. Facts. We are doing it. I'm Two super things proud. before we wrap up the show. Um, I do my gratitude now. That's cool. Thank you for being who you are, for the impact. There are certain people in our community where their jobs, I realized, I know I'm jumping all over, but I realized when I moved out of Detroit and then moved back in 2014 that there are like, I would say two Detroits, but it's like multiple Detroits. It's like a underground kind of hidden Detroit that you got to luck upon. And it's like jewels all over that where you'll meet 
all the babas and the mamas and the people, the fly people making all these moves. And then it's like the Detroit, you know, mm-hmm. the Detroit, Detroit. The people in the hidden Detroit don't get enough credit for what they're doing. The fly moves they're making that's pushing the city to where the city is going to be prosperous and back in the light like it was in the 40s, 50s, and 60s. But it's going to look different. It ain't Motown anymore. <clears throat> you embody that. You like, you get dirty. You're innovative. You find your way into different pockets of the city to make impacts. And you're doing it from the position of the most, not from me, not from this brother, not from this brother, not from anybody that no, you're doing it from the most disrespected position in this world, which is the black woman. Like y'all just don't get it fair from any angle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When it really should be flipped, y'all yeah. are supposed to be. And you do it with such grace. And every time I see you, you got like, like I see you got like a glow. And a, a, such a determination and people like you and like Passion Murray, you don't realize the impact that you have. You don't. No. Because as soon as we leave here, y'all got me on tip. I'm like, no, nah, I need to. Life changing conversations in this room all the time. All man. the time. I need to get on my shit. Yeah. And what he say is true all the time. He come back from meetings with you and he like, man, we need to get on our shit, bro. We slacking and we not no slackers. None of us are. We just here to make each other better. I love it. That's why I love, I, I love y'all. I love the energy that y'all bring. I love coming every time I listen to this podcast, I learn something new. That's why I like, I be looking for it. I'm like, listen, when I do an episode, I can learn some stuff today. It's, it's um, beautiful. But yeah, that, I mean, you, you are super fly. I know we short on time. Thank you. Thank you. But. I I gotta give you your roses every time I see you. I don't I don't have a great relationship you have with booze where I get food all the time and <laughs> Negro, get the brand to my friend. Uh, Whatever. Every time you bring a food, I gotta hear about it. Yeah. Hey, hey, I, I stunt. Hey, did did E bring you yep. lobster he tail stuffed with duck <laughs> stuffed with turkey yep. stuffed? Shut up. Hey man, but I mean, anyway, stuff with duck, <laughs> stuff with turkey, God, that's a, stuff uh, with quail, <laughs> <laughs> with a rare dinosaur egg. Anyways, I'm sorry, that's that pandemic uh, <laughs> money coming in yeah, right I swear, there. Bro. We balling out over here, baby. I swear, but yeah, that's that's. I guess I got my I gratitude out of the way early. Thank you. Always, it's all love. Veggie backing off with a kill set. I, I love know. this veggie back. Yo, I'm about to start using that. Come on, man. I, I can dig it. Yeah, that's a household term though. Bo, uh, Akil Boo's definitely But Akil is He's like he said He's not a slacker He be handling his business He said I gotta get on my shit He be on his shit But from the outside Looking in Y'all so dope Y'all just raised the bar up You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying To the point where He just boost up his standards You know mm-hmm. But um, also Bouncing off of what he said I was um, reminded of like Kwanzaa People be like Celebrating it like Seven days out the year Then they go back to Lollygagging and doing Whatever the hell they was doing before Christmas started or something like that, mm-hmm. y'all to be living it out on a regular mm-hmm. basis, man. Like, that's just another perspective. Like, not just, like, doing good, but, like, living out your life in a way, fulfilling your purpose in a way that's honoring your ancestors, setting the stage for future generations. Mm-hmm. Like, do y'all put this into thought? When I know you said intentions and impact. Does that go into your thought formation, or does it just, like, come through intuitively? 
I'm about How does that work? Generations. I think it depends. Um, I think now, I, I think once you, you know, it's just like forming a habit. So, like, once you do things enough time, it becomes where it is just second nature. Mm-hmm. So, this project, you know, because I've done so many things that, like, I'm thinking about yeah. what the intention is, what the impact is. Yeah. When you have a project like this, like, the intention and impact is just second nature. It's just like, mm-hmm. no, this, like, these are the things that have to be done in order to have the impact that we want to have. Um, AKA and, I do this shit. I do this. This I what do I do. This. That's what that's what Barack Obama do when he shoot when he when yeah. he bag a basket. Did I you, do this. Did you see that? <laughs> you walk out the gym. Yeah, that three. <laughs> um, I read a quote I, took earlier. A this year. I do this. Um, I said this quote to Rafa that I saw, and it's so true. Um, and, and I'm just trying to embody that. Is that um, what is that like? Um, this is the year I no longer sleep on my own potential. Oh. You know, and it's just like, mm. yeah, like I'm, I'm done, like not living up or like you know just sleeping on myself. So I'm just do it and see what happens. You know, that's what it is. I was, I saw that shine time when you came in, but it's almost as if it was like seven a.m., eight a.m., and the sun was rising from the east, or mm. from like the brightest star in the night sky. Something, mm. it was something, some something similar. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, bro, back to back celestial beings just hey, blessed us. Can I, uh, from the east. can I turtle back? Can I bunny back? <laughs> can, I, can I squirrel back? <laughs> hey, man, <laughs> do whatever you please, my brother. We saving the best best compliment for last. I literally have been thinking of all the backs in my head for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a tempe back. Tempe back. Can I can I black back? <laughs> uh, I, I do want to. I want to appreciate. I want to do appreciation just in general, but it's it's more for the ancestors, man. Because um, mm-hmm. we do get a lot of love in this room, and then just like I don't know. I guess this conversation just really to me. Um, we, and we spoke about it earlier with passion as well. We talked about how she said that we making the ancestors proud. Mm-hmm. The ancestors did us right too, though. Mm-hmm. And um, they put us in the space to to receive all that divine energy. They sacrificed um, for us to be in this space to be able to make these moves and do what we do, and to um, be able to build a better future for ourselves and the and the people around us and the ones we love. And um, it's just really, you know, I, I guess this is really in part about us as much as it's about them. You know, like the present is all a matter of perception, and like mm-hmm. all all the times kind of intertwined. And at some point in time right now, in the past, this person, some person is sacrificing for us to be able to do this. Some person's in the mm. kitchen slaving mm. and, and have no options. Some person's in the rice field. Some person's mm. being snatched up from Africa to come over here to be able to put that, that plant in the ground. And all of that for the trickle down to who we are. That's a lot. Mm. You really digest it. All that, all, that, shit. all that ancestry trickles down into who you are. You are a concentrated version of hundreds of lives or thousands of lives. Mm-hmm. And that just, that, you get to express that. And just, I just, I feel like that's been coming out a lot. I feel like E is saying like, I'm expressing everything that I am and I'm not holding back. I feel mm-hmm. like passion said something very similar and I'll thank my ancestors for giving me all of that to express. And I thank you for that. So mm. that's my appreciation for today. Real quick, Dave, how much are these mics? <laughs> <laughs> this boy is going on the roof. Right. Fire. God. <laughs> And I'll pay you in installments. Twelve dollars a week. I'll pay you in food. I I think we are wrapping up precisely as Dave Dave told us to get the out and one. Hey, real shit. Real I gotta get fast. my kid. Dave, Dave, Dave always rock with us. We be in this yeah, boy at 146. And another thing. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's dip, y'all. All right. Thank y'all for tuning in. Yep. This is episode 36. Love y'all. Love you too.
Love, Love you, you too. too. Peace. Peace. Peace.